The following program is made possible by the friends and partners of Creation Today and by viewers like you. Thank you. Did man and dinosaurs live together? According to evolutionary science, Miriam, that's impossible. But what if science actually proves that the dinosaurs did not live millions of years ago? Brian Thomas, dinosaur expert from the Institute for Creation Research, is going to help us answer this question with the latest scientific information. Let's see if this evolutionary claim should go extinct. There's a war going on in our world against Christianity. Are you ready to defend your faith in Christ? The Creation Today Show provides you with the ammunition you need. We prepare you to defend your faith, arm your children, and raise up a family who knows the Creator, Jesus Christ. This season we're teaching you Battleship Apologetics. Science, history, individual experience, philosophy, Battleship Apologetics. From the Creation Today studio in Pensacola, Florida, we want to welcome those of you who are watching from networks around the world or from the other side of your TV or computer screen or even your cell phone. Check this out. Yeah. You can get the podcast right there anytime, anywhere. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. <gasps> I love it. But so is our topic today. Yes, We're talking it is. about dinosaurs. Everywhere it is assumed and taught that dinosaurs lived until 65 million years ago and that there's this huge evolutionary time gap between dinosaurs and man. But is this really true? Well, to add to your battleship apologetics, we have some very exciting historical and scientific ammo to share with you that will blow a hole in the hull of evolutionary time scale. The Bible is a historical record. Do the scriptures have anything to say about dinosaurs? The Bible does tell us in Genesis 1, 24 through 31, that all land animals, as well as humans, were created on day six. So dinosaurs and man were created on the same day. Mm -hmm. And the Bible even describes animals that sound like dinosaurs. In Job 40 and 41, behemoth and leviathan. Here's what Job says in 40, 15 through 18 about oh, behemoth. This is so cool. Try to imagine an animal that fits this description as Marianne reads this. Behold now, behemoth which I made with thee, day six of creation. He eats grass as an ox. Lo now, his strength is in his loins, and his force is in the navel of his belly. He moveth his tail like a cedar tree. His bones are as strong pieces of brass. His bones are like bars of iron. This sounds a lot like a sauropod dinosaur. Yeah, the no kidding. Here, which or is the sauropod, right the apatosaur right there. This one was jacked up in the front. That one was jacked up in the back. Uh-huh. That one got better gas mileage. <laughs> and then we have a, a, his toe bone right here, Brachiosaur wow. toe bone. That's just one, the second knuckle out of his toe. Isn't Look that at that huge? thing. Bars of iron, for real. Yes. And his... His legs, oh, that's heavy. His legs were from the shoulder down, 21 feet high. And his footprint, you could take a bath in it. It was huge. <laughs> Out of all the animals in the world, these guys definitely moved their tail like cedar trees, mm -hmm. no doubt about it. Oh, all right, kids, that. as I read this next one, I hope you're not getting ready for bed because you will have nightmares after hearing Job chapter 41. By the way, if your dad ever asks you to read Job chapter 41 before you go to bed, tell him, 
I love you, Dad, but that'll be kind of scary. <laughs> Here's what Job 41 says as it describes Leviathan. Who can open the doors of his face? His teeth are terrible roundabout. His scales are his pride, shut up together as with a close seal. One is so near the other that no air can come between them. By his kneesings, a light doth shine, and his eyes are the eyelids of the morning. Out of his mouth go burning lamps, and sparks of fire leap out. Out of his nostrils go a smoke, as out of a seething pot or cauldron. His breath kindleth coals, and a flame goeth out of his mouth. In his neck remaineth strength, and sorrow is turned into joy before him. When he raiseth up himself, the mighty are afraid. That means no matter how big and tough you thought you were, if you saw this guy, you'd wet your pants. <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt. What could this be? Some have suggested Leviathan could be Sarcosuchus. Sarcosuchus. Yeah, Sarcosuchus, really cool name. An extinct crocodile, super croc, found in the fossil record that was over 35 feet long. Here's the problem. Verse number 25 says that he raiseth himself up. Sounds like it could be the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Mm. Could this have been the T-Rex? I mean, hey, I don't know if he breathed fire or not, but if he did, that would make him even cooler. That would be really cool. Job is said to have lived during the time of the patriarchs. What would God have used such an illustration for if Job yeah. had not seen this actual dinosaur. I think he could see. He said, behold now, I think he could actually see them. Mm -hmm. You know, it is important to note that the word dinosaur is not found in the Bible anywhere. However, the words frequently used in scripture would be dragon or leviathan. See, the word dinosaur was just invented in 1841 by Sir Richard Owen. The, he was the curator of the British Museum of Natural History. And he used this word to classify the dragon kind. Dinosaur literally means terrible lizard. Well, let's look at some evidence that supports the existence of these terrible lizards in recent history. Oh, how about dragons? I mean, there's lots of different cultures around yes. the world that have legends of dragons preserved in their, uh, in their you know, heritage and in their storytelling. Yeah. Well, in the literature of Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh slew a dragon called Fafner. And in the Angkor Temple of Cambodia, there's that carving that looks exactly like a stegosaurus into the wall of that temple. And this temple is somewhere between like eight and 1200 years old. Wow. And the Chinese zodiac includes a dinosaur with other present day animals. Why create a mythical animal to go along with non 11 non mythical animals? Yeah, it's interesting because dragons have always been a huge part of Chinese yeah, culture. Yeah, they have. Huge. Bishop Bell's mm -hmm. tomb in the, uh, what's the cathedral called? The Carlisle, Carlisle. Cathedral mm -hmm. in England. It, that tomb actually has a brass border, and carved into the brass border are two sauropod dinosaurs. This is only six, less than 600 years old, and it looks like they still knew about the dinosaurs. Yeah, well, in the 16th century, um, Chateau du Bois has a relief depicting a creature that has been called a salamander, but it's breathing fire. Do salamanders breathe fire? Do they have spinal, dorsal spines and scales on their skin? Not last time I checked, no. but that would make them really cool too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, what if that animal that it's that it's showing there isn't a salamander? What if that really was a uh, a T-Rex? 
Hmm. Of course, it does look a little different. He doesn't but have it did a have a long arms. neck, too. It did have a long yeah. neck. Oh, well. And it's worth a thought. Um, there are uh, some stones found in Ica, Peru, uh, that have carvings of people and dinosaurs on them. They're found in the tombs there, and these tombs are between eight and 1,200 years old. They date back to before Columbus, and they have found literally thousands of these stones. Over 50,000 stones have been discovered. And they really do have humans and dinosaurs on them. Now, here's what's interesting. I actually went there to Peru in 2011 with my brother-in-law, Paul, and we brought back one of those Ica stones. We actually brought back three of those Ica stones. Wow. Now, here's the problem. Some of those Ica stones have been faked. They've been turned out they're a fraud. Mm -hmm. And so we haven't really um, been able to absolutely use this as conclusive proof but just because there's a fake, I don't think we can discount all the ones. The numbers that I saw there were pretty impressive. I even brought one that's in our museum. Oh, man, these guys are heavy. Yeah, and I brought that back through customs. Wow. They let it through. They didn't let my giant shark's tooth through, but they did let this one through. And this one has a dinosaur. Oh, my goodness, large dinosaur, long-necked dinosaur right here. And then two natives with spears like they're hunting it. Now, it's not absolute proof, but uh, nevertheless, still pretty fascinating. Yes, it is very fascinating. I mean, to see those dinosaurs and their skin and everything. Everything, right there, There's yeah. some pretty good evidence that they're originals. Well, right after the break, we are going to watch my interview with Brian Thomas, who is a science writer for the Institute for Creation Research. He's also an author of several books. One of them is Dinosaurs in the Bible, and there's also Guide to the Dinosaurs, which you can get at the Creation Today store. Nice and, plug. <laughs> but you don't want to miss his interview because he is going to give us some amazing information that tells us the dinosaurs did not live that long ago. So stick around, you do not want to miss this interview. The book is called Chronicles of Dinosauria and really it goes down through and documents these key areas of evidence. We know that men and dinosaurs coexisted because of biblical evidence, the historical evidence, the paleontological evidence, and the artistic evidence. That's the iconography of dragons. And I document what in my opinion are the best pieces of evidence of each of those. And then I talk about the cryptozoological evidence of my personal research. And so you've got those five key areas that are identified in the book and uh, it's available right now at creationstore.org. Beginnings is a creation experience for small groups, churches, and individuals from all walks of life. Creation speaker Eric Hoven explores the age-old questions of life, the evidence for a young earth, and how dinosaurs fit in with the Bible. The included guide provides an introduction to each lesson, creative challenges, great discussion questions, and practical ways to apply each lesson to everyday life. To order this DVD, go to www.creationstore.org. Planning your next vacation? Why not make it a creation vacation with the help of our new website, visitcreation.org. Here you'll find many activities from museums and science centers to caves and canyons, all teaching the truth about our great creator. Why wait? Go to visitcreation.org today to begin planning your creation vacation. You're watching Battleship Apologetics here on Creation Today. Well, I am so excited today because I am here with Brian Thomas, science writer and speaker for the Institute for Creation Research. So, Brian, thank you for joining us today. Now, you've written several books on dinosaurs, and uh, could you share with us some of the, the strongest evidence for dinosaurs being younger than they're portrayed to be? 
boy, was it a shock to me because I grew up thinking what the only thing I had been taught was that dinosaurs lived and died millions of years ago. And I thought, well, that, I mean, if that's the answer, that's the answer. If science has proven that, then that's the way it must be. Um, and then imagine my shock when I opened up uh, a magazine and in this magazine were pictures of a still colored red bits of flesh almost blood vessels you know from uh -huh. from inside a tyrannosaurus rex bone wow now i was i remember when i was in a, a museum i was like six years old it was the first time i saw a dinosaur bone of any kind and uh, it was in wyoming somewhere we were visiting my uncle and anyways walk in the door and there's this big giant you know t-rex skull that they put right at the kid level <laughs> and so i'm grabbing my mom's arm and go what is this my mom says well, these are called dinosaurs. I'm like, well, I've never seen one. It's never been in my backyard, you know, thankfully. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so let's ask the museum people, Brian. So she takes me over, what? And I ask him, you know, what is this? And it's a dinosaur. And uh, uh, she carefully explained, and I remember this. She said, when you see these dinosaur fossils, you're looking at rock in the shape of a bone. All the original bone material is all long gone millions of years ago. It disappeared during the long process of fossilization that took millions of years. And I thought, okay, I'm looking at rocks in the shape of bone. And then I opened this magazine. This is not rock. <laughs> this, is, this is blood vessels. This is still red, still stretchy, apparently. So I was intrigued and I wanted to learn more about this. So I, I investigated it in more detail. So one of the key pieces of evidence that I found uh, was the collagen protein decay rates. And um, so what that means is we have these proteins in bone, it's called collagen, it's kind of what holds bone together. And um, scientists have estimated the uh, decay rate um, uh, using experimental decay studies. Mm -hmm. And how long does it take to fall apart all by itself without bacteria, pretending the bacteria are not there, um, how long could it possibly last, bottom line? And they came up with, now this is secular, evolutionary scientists doing good experimental lab bench research, and they said the maximum age for this stuff at um, seven to 10 degrees Celsius is less than a million years. It can't last any longer wow. than a million years. So if we find collagen in dinosaur bones, mm -hmm. we should, if we're following the evidence where it leads, lead us to conclude that these bones were deposited less than a million years ago. Mm -hmm. And indeed, not only was there collagen directly detected in that T-Rex bone, and that's what blood vessels are made of, is over 90% collagen okay. proteins, uh, but it's also embedded in the bone, uh, and uh, it's in all kinds of, of fossils, not just dinosaurs, but other fossils. The most remarkable one I've heard of was just published a few years ago in the world's top journal, Nature. And they said, uh, we have found in this Lufengosaurus, that's the name of it, it's a, from southern China, it's a sauropod, little bitty baby sauropod inside of an egg, and they looked at the tiny little baby bone, and they ran a test for collagen protein, what did they find? collagen protein uh -huh. wow. still in there and the age assignment for this thing was 180 million years and they said what's their conclusion therefore collagen must be able to last 180 million years mm -hmm. well i'm thinking but that 
you know, that goes against the lab bench, the repeatable, observable science studies showing that collagen can't last even one million years. Mm -hmm. So here we have a scientific piece of evidence that demonstrates that the age assignments are wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay, now we, we're taking dinosaurs from what I was taught and believed from a young age, millions of years ago, and then man lives millions of years later. So there's this massive time gap separating the age of reptiles from the age of man, you know, and this millions of years time gap. Now with this collagen clock that's still ticking, it should have fizzled out, you know, mm -hmm. millions of years yes. ago, but it's still ticking. That brings dinosaurs in our imaginary timeline wow. right up to the, uh, the realm of thousands of years, mm -hmm. which is dovetails with human activity on Earth, which we know has been going on for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. So are there any other clues? Radioactive carbon. So the okay. radiocarbon is also in these dinosaur bones. There are people that are working sort of behind the scenes and, and getting, um, getting bits of dinosaur and other fossil bone and other materials like coal, mm -hmm. oil, diamonds, natural gas, marble, all kinds of fossils, all these earth materials, wood, and uh, they all have carbon-14 still in them. Mm -hmm. How can that be if they're millions of years old, like we're told? Mm -hmm. Because carbon-14 would all go away after a maximum time length of about 100,000 years. So after only 100,000 years, the carbon-14 should be gone. Mm -hmm. But we keep finding it. Two clocks still ticking. Mm -hmm. And they're both still ticking away. So those yeah. both bring, uh, bring dinosaurs much closer to mankind. Well, thank you, Brian. These are really interesting facts. So why is it very important for our young people and all of us as Christians to know this information? If we believe that dinosaurs lived and died millions of years ago, then we, uh, we have to open our Bibles mm -hmm. and go, wait a minute, where's the millions of years? Mm -hmm. um, and then if we believe that dinosaurs evolved over the course of millions of years, um, then we look at our Bible and it says, no, God created these creatures to reproduce after their own kinds only thousands of years ago. See, we have two competing doctrines. Mm -hmm. They're really doctrine. I mean, they're beliefs about what, what happened. So if, if we don't believe what God's word says in Genesis about the timing of the world and the, the way that creatures reproduce after their own kinds and not between different kinds, like dinosaurs to bird, what a joke. Yes. Uh, then why are we going to believe the rest of the Bible? So it really comes, and, and the information in the Bible is critical everlastingly, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, if the Bible's right about us being sinners and needing salvation, then we need salvation. But if the Bible's wrong about these other things, then it might be wrong about the spiritual yes. things. So. So that's why there's a tight link between the whole idea of millions of years ago and, and dinosaurs living and dying way back then. That really is hard to, to reconcile with a complete picture of biblical history. So since this science confirms that dinosaurs lived recently, it fits what we learn from the Bible. And if the Bible's history is solid, then the Bible's spiritual lessons are also solid and trustworthy. Yes. Well, Brian, where can our audience find your articles and your books that you're selling? 
Where we can have, they go? We have the best articles and the best books, <laughs> and they're on icr.org. Um, of course, you can order our materials online. If you have questions about dinosaurs, that's the book that, we, that we'd that. recommend. It's called Guide to Dinosaurs. Every page, full color pictures, and something in there for everyone in the family. So we targeted Exciting. the family. Yeah, wow. with that, and, that, and that's um, 70 full color pages. And we also have tons of free, we have 40 years worth of free online resources, articles, and, and et cetera, at icr.org. Thanks for asking yeah, that. Yeah, well, you've done such a wonderful job. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Creation Today is excited about our ever-growing collection of digital downloads. We have everything from books to DVDs to even PowerPoint presentations, all to equip you to learn and share the truth of our Creator. Why wait? Start strengthening your faith today with our all-new digital downloads. Available at the Creation Store, creationstore.org. You're watching Battleship Apologetics here on Creation Today. In 2011, Paul, my brother-in-law, and myself got to go on a trip to Peru, and it was really the trip of a lifetime. Peru is famous for a lot of things. For example, uh, Machu Picchu, which is absolutely beautiful. It's an incredible place to visit, and it's stunning to think that a civilization a thousand years ago was able to build a place like this up at the tops of the mountains. Another thing you see in Peru is stone structures that they built, and we've got no idea how they built these. The rocks are huge, and the quarry for these rocks is sometimes miles away. How did they transport these huge, heavy stones to these locations? And they're cut so finely that you cannot fit a piece of paper in between the stones. How did they do this? Evidently, they knew a little bit more than we think they knew. Another thing, when you're visiting the museums there, you'll find lots of pottery. Many times the pottery has animals or people carved on them. We even found several pieces of pottery, and this is pottery that's a little over a thousand years old, and it's got dragons, dinosaur-type creatures, uh, painted on the pottery. So obviously the Peruvians here, they knew about these creatures, they knew about these animals in order to paint them on their pottery. Another thing that's pretty fascinating over there, when they buried people that were rich or of a high stature, they would put burial masks over them and they made them out of gold. This is actually what ended up having the, uh, the Spanish take over and conquer Peru was because of all the gold they had. They didn't, 
They didn't treat it as the, uh, the money that, that the Spanish treated it with. Well, this one is a gold plate that, was, uh, that I found over there in a the museum, a gold face mask, and it's got a dinosaur carved in it. How did these people over a thousand years ago know what a dinosaur looked like? I think they actually saw these creatures still alive. I think that's what's going on. We also find over there mummies that are buried in the desert. Now this is one of the driest deserts in the world. And so even soft tissue like skin and fingernails are preserved in these mummies. And this is fascinating because you can actually go there to museums, see the fingernails and the skin still on these people that were buried somewhere between 800 and 1200 years ago. Right alongside these mummies, they find Ica stones. There have been more than 50,000 of these stones discovered. And these stones depict man and dinosaurs. It's at the Cabrera Museum that you'll find a lot of these. Now, some people have said that this is just a hoax, but we went over there, examined them. I went over there with a friend of mine, a crazy cool guy named Dennis Swift from Beaverton, Oregon. And we examined some of these uh, stones using a portable microscope to see the patina or the, the oxidized coating that was still on top of these stones. Dr. Swift even allowed me to purchase a couple stones there from the museum and I brought them back here. So now here in our museum, we've got a collection of Ica stones that you can come and see. Yet again, great evidence that man and dinosaurs have always lived together. Do you find yourself jumping from site to site or wading through thousands of search results to find answers about God's Word and His creation? Well, no more. SearchCreation.org brings the top creation and apologetic websites together into one search engine while ignoring the thousands of sites that push lies and half-truths. So if you have questions about molecular chemistry, deep space, dinosaurs, or how to defend your faith in a godless world, visit us at SearchCreation.org. You're watching Battleship Apologetics here on Creation Today. I can't believe our time is almost up. Let's take just a minute and review what we've learned. Number one, man and dinosaurs have always lived together. Dinosaurs did not live 65 million years ago. No, scripture records that man and dinosaur were created on the same day of creation, day six. Job, one of the oldest books of the Bible, records detailed descriptions of what could only be described as a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Literature and art from many widespread cultures record accurate representations of dinosaurs, confirming that man has seen and therefore lived with dinosaurs. Think about the max shelf life of collagen and carbon. They prove that dinosaurs lived only thousands of years ago, not millions of years ago. But the evidence doesn't even stop there. If you want to do some more research on this topic, go to creationtoday.org. We have a specially designed search engine that indexes the top apologetic websites and gives you access to more than 400,000 answers to questions on science and the Bible. Wow. And don't forget Brian Thomas's book, oh, great Dinosaurs book. and the Bible, and then Guide to Dinosaurs. I love Brian. What a genius. He, he is. So smart. He is By amazing. the way, if books uh, are what you're looking for, uh, these are just a few of the books on dinosaurs from the biblical perspective that are available to educate your children. You can find these and more from the Creation Store. The, brought to you by Creation Today. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us. And if you liked what you heard today, please share this with on your Twitter account and on your Facebook account. We need a hashtag. Um, dinos and man. 
and hashtag creation today. That's another good one. <laughs> if you yes. have questions you want to hear answered on the show, we'd love to hear from you. Email them to questions at creationtoday.org. See you next time. Get the ammunition you need to defend your faith by visiting our website for up-to-date content, attending one of our live events, and shopping online at creationstore.org. We are Creation Today.